Hi guys, how are you holding up? Anything interesting going on? <laughs> um, Joelle's starting a whole new, uh, a whole new thing. That's very, very interesting. Um, we're holding our own here. Today for me was a blah day. Very. Today was a I mean, blah. I got a ton of stuff done. No, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm really. Blah day. The most exciting thing that happened to me today was just stuff Joelle's doing, pretty much. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory. Grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you? Happy Monday. How's everybody doing? It is Monday in I don't even know what month. And it's the What Would Jeff Do show. It's a one-hour show. We go from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And uh, we have nowhere else to go, so we'll be here every Very Monday, nice. Wednesday, and Friday. We'll be here. You ask questions, I give answers. You'll notice that a lot of the questions are, if you're brand new to the show, you'll notice that a lot of the questions are um, based on um, how to stop, how to stop, how to stop, how to stop unwanted behaviors. Um, so what you'll see a lot of is you'll see a lot of us saying, using the word like punishment, correction, um, um, you know, anything to inhibit the unwanted behavior you cannot reward the dog out of a bad behavior you just can't it sounds good but meanwhile we use reward-based training to train a ton of stuff here but the first step is is to is to stop the unwanted behavior that's the first step of any rehabilitation program is to stop things so just think about rehab think about drug and alcohol rehab and think about first we need to stop the unwanted behavior and then we work you work you through practicing and teaching new behaviors as well as um not making not wanting to make those bad choices again so um what you're going to do is there's also a dollar sign down at the bottom that is something called top chat that gets you to the top of the queue we answer your question right away but you do not have to pay to play we try to get through as many questions as possible as we can in an hour if um joelle does not go on one of her rants all right okay full of rants tonight <laughs> so, guys so here we go let's go levi says happy monday jeff and joelle hey happy monday to you pack leader dog training Good evening, all. Thanks for being here. I really look forward to this human interaction. Yes, I do, too. I look forward to it as well. Ronnie, I'm training place command NCS. If dog comes off place, do I say wrong, then stim, or do I need to say wrong, then stim, then repeat command? You can it, – it, it, it NC, it NCS, the dog should know wrong, stim, go back. But if not, you can give the dog guidance. It's okay to help out as much as you want. Mm -hmm. It's okay to help out as much as you want. So if you have to repeat the command, repeat the command. If you have to use, if you have to use leash, some a little bit of a little bit of leash, use a little bit of leash. You know, do whatever it takes to help out your dog. You're trying to really get to the dog to understand three to five hundred repetitions before you go to correction because it's not fair to correct the dog for a behavior they don't truly understand. Next, mm -hmm. Levi, what is it about German Shepherd that you want as many as you do? What is that? What is it about the German Shepherd that makes you want as many as, like as you have? Oh well, I don't have that many. You have three, um, and then Tex. And then and then just cameras doing weird stuff today. Oh, is it popping up and down? I wonder if that's not locked. Um, so um, I just like the breed. It's just I just like the breed. It's a fun it's a fun fun breed for me. But I like a lot of other breeds though. I just happen to have German Shepherds. Next, I can't I can't pinpoint it. Next, I love them. Yep. Candle Love, hello, Jeff. Hey, how are you? 
pack leader dog training for moving to NCS one command at a time. Does that mean one command each, each session per day or until the dog has hundreds of reps with that one command? Oh, definitely not hundreds of reps. You can definitely do, uh, you know, at the, begin, at the beginning of training, you sort of want to focus on, you know, te- making sure the dog understands, but not, you don't have to do a couple hundred reps of a command before you move on. But per session, per session, if you want to do per day, you can do per day. Um, Cheryl, good evening. Jeff and Joelle, hope you're doing well as well as everyone in the chat. Yeah, we're doing fantastic. Things are good. A lot of good things happening here. Mm-hmm. Today was an today was sort of like an icky day. If you mm-hmm. want to, if you, is, is icky a, is a good way to describe today? It's like just crap, stormy and rain and windy and started out nice. We were we we, we went. It's not nice. It was pouring. It wasn't. I wouldn't say pouring. It was drizzling. My pants were saturated. It was drizzling. If you were out there now, you'd be, for two seconds, it'd be, I think maybe it stopped by now. Next. Um, I don't remember where I left off. Levi, with prong and e-collar, which should sit higher up. Um, Historically, the the prong collar sits up higher because it gives you directional control. Next. Melissa, good evening. Jeff Joel and everyone in the chat. Hey, Melissa. How are you? Pack leader dog training said, hey, Michelle. Um... Barista boy, hi J and J. Hope all is well with you guys in Rhode Island. Very windy and rainy in upstate New York. Yeah, yeah, we got we got we got a lot of wind and rain too. I think everybody on the East Coast is getting slammed right now. Mm-hmm. Candle love. How do I stop two German Shepherd mixed dogs to stop trash raiding when out of the place command? Both dogs are e collar trained. Help. Thank you. So make it suck to be by the trash can. So a dog could die by getting in the trash can. Bottom line. So what Punisher? is worthy of saving a dog's life. So if I had a dog that raided the trash can, I would have the remote collar on the highest setting, Have do this one dog at a time, please, one dog at a time, and sit back in another room, um, set up a, a, a video cam, a nanny cam, you know, set up, you know, so you can see them, but be out of the room, let them raid the trash can, hold the button down for a minimum of five seconds. It's not fun to watch. Nobody should enjoy it at all. Some people think that it's overkill, but what's overkill is your dog getting into the trash can and eating something and dying or costing you thousands and thousands of dollars and not learning its lesson. So to me, you want that trash can to be hot. You want that dog to never go to the trash can. That's just the way it is. And and, and a lot of people have got all kinds of complicated suggestions like putting cinder blocks which isn't complicated but put a cinder block on your trash can or get the trash can out of sight or put up the trash can up higher it's like no teach the dog that going by the trash can is a bad idea it will save your dog's life next steve hey guys hey how are you michelle anderson happy monday jeff and joelle hey happy monday to you michelle levi thanks for vent for jesus christ i can't even read Levi, for preventing any separation anxiety, we've been leaving the house with the other two dogs and leave a phone on speaker. And if he whines, I go back and bonk. Is that right? Or should we let it go until he's quiet? No, you don't. You, you, want, you want to mark it. The big thing is, is the marker word. So you have, to have a, you have to have a way of marking the no, which you can do with the tone of the remote collar. But you can also do it. There's a couple ways you can do it. You can use the tone of the remote collar, and then that's your marker, and then you can come in and bonk. Or you can just use the remote collar on stim for the whining. And then the dog puts two and two together. Next. Um, Debbie, hello from Bipolar, Michigan. Hello. 
Hello, Goodbye. Bipolar Michigan. Kara, hi guys. So excited to listen in today. We just rescued a 10-week-old Doberman puppy, and the night before we got her, she broke her leg. How can we help her with separation anxiety with a broken leg? Also, try to bonk her on the crate for her whining, but it made her cry louder and harder. Any right. tips? Okay, so get rid of the word rescue. You got a 10-week-old dog. That's when most people get dogs. You probably bought it. If you paid an adoption fee, you bought it. So, you know, don't use the word rescue. It's a 10-week-old dog. Everything that happens in this dog's life will be because of you. So we don't want you to, to rest on the, the, the rescue. I'm just saying that now because I see a connection through bad behavior and not fixing it because of the rescue excuse. I see that all the time. Um, so as far as 10-week-old puppy with a broken leg with separation anxiety, um, you, I mean, a 10-week-old puppy should be spending, you know, 18, 19, 20 hours in a crate anyway. There's still things you can do. I don't know what your dog's mobility um, limitations are. Obviously, if it's in a cast, it's limited, but it, 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 they, they, they adapt. Um, you can still teach it some commands, um, possibly recall. I don't know if it can sit well. I don't know if it can down well. I don't know what it's, again, I don't know what the mobility issues are. How, how broken is it? Which part of the leg is broken? Um, it probably needs some rest at least for two weeks to four weeks. Um, I would at least get that dog used to environmentals, which are different sounds and textures on the dog's body. Getting, pick, picking up the dog, not to carry it around, but getting the dog comfortable with human touch. Um, you can start teaching the dog, you know, different, you know, different the basic things again i'm not sure how mobile the dog is next as far as separation anxiety leave the dog alone um as far as if bonking on the crate doesn't work you can bonk the dog you can also use um air like a pet convincer you know air you can do that too next grace just started treadmill training so glad i did in arizona we never have anything but sun well a storm for three days last week but now i have a great way to exercise my dog when we can't get outside yeah even in you know at hot treadmill treadmills are great for climates that are hot you know florida getting cold but i mean florida after 10 a.m in florida it's not safe to be outside with a lot of the dogs Mm -hmm. las vegas some parts of california um it's you know texas i mean when it gets up to past 100 degrees or close to 100 degrees it's just not safe so um treadmill is great treadmill is a great exercise next kathy hi j and j my foster dog did go to his new home yesterday awesome happy for him new mom says she'll keep in touch with any questions awesome i don't want him forgetting his manners well that's up to her now so it's up to her that's on her not on you so that's on her to keep up with it next Levi, ever had any interest in any sports like agility or IPO for your dogs? No, I mean, my dogs have done some bite work and all, but I, I'm not interested in any sort of like organized organized sport at all. I, I'm interested in taking my dog swimming, hiking, and um, just basic dog stuff, but no, no sports. Next. Nini, I love watching your morning walk videos on Instagram. Thanks for posting little snippets of them. Yep, those are fun. A lot of people like those. They get a lot of engagement. We were just talking about that the other day, how people really, really love those, but showing an educational video on how to re- rehab a certain behavior. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> Crickets. Nothing. <laughs> yep, next. <laughs> um, Levi, what do you think about biologically fulfilling the dog? I've seen some people say weight pulling and bite work are ways to do that, and then with the fulfillment, it helps behavioral issues. Thoughts? Um, I think doing anything with your dog is great. So I'm a huge fan of, so biologically fulfilling the, you know, the need. Unfortunately, some people can't do that with certain dogs. 
I think keeping your dog busy and then teaching your dog how to do nothing is really important. Um, I mean, I'm not, weight pulling is great. Bite work is great. You know, herding is great. Agility is great. Sport is great. Dock diving is great. Um, but all that stuff's going to be taken away from you. So I know we're all focused on COVID right now, but before we had COVID, we talked a lot about your rights as dog pet owners being taken away. Um, everyone's too busy with this COVID stuff now to start putting in legislation of other things. So, um, but pretty soon you will not be able to do agility or weight pulling or bite work in the United States. I'm predicting less than 10 years, less than 10 years. You won't be able to do any of that stuff. So, um, but I think it's great. Um, David Smith. Hey, from Cabin Fever Boy here. Hope you're well. Hey, you're welcome. Yes. Donovan, what are your thoughts on free shaping versus luring? Do you like free shaping? Um, we don't do a lot of free shaping here. We do, we do, re, our specialty is rehab. Our specialty is rehab. And there's usually not a lot of room for free shaping. So our, our number one priority is stopping an unwanted behavior and then and train, training basic obedience. So we don't get your average dog that if we tried to do free shaping, it probably would bite our face off. Also, the dogs we get in, a lot of them are, we get in a special type of dog. We get in a very special type of dog here. And a lot of these dogs can't connect the dots. A lot of these dogs are, they, they, can, they can be very dangerous. Um, we don't usually get in a happy-go-lucky, willing-to-work dog. Mm -hmm. We usually get a nervous, fearful, shut-down dog. Um, so they won't take food from you. Um, you they, they, will, they, will, they will lie on the ground with the slightest bit of anything. Free shaping is a concept that, that they most likely, because you can't even food train them um, or, food, or lure them um, at, at, at all. So, but for people that want to do that with certain dogs that's fine but we just don't get those dogs we get a very special dog here yeah next debbie i have a border collie who just turned one year when i tried to take a picture of him the click sound made him viciously angry well i don't know about angry but it made him viciously whatever so i would counter condition that um just clicker train him on stuff so click means food reward next Double duckling. Hi, J&J. Carrie here. I've been practicing place in my front yard. My dog reactive dog doesn't break place when another dog goes by. Sometimes she doesn't lift her head, but Good. she whines. Should I correct this? I'd correct the whining. The whining is still the shrapnel effect of the bad behavior, but you've made huge progress, so congratulations. Next. Michelle P. Hi, guys. How are you holding up? Anything interesting going on? <laughs> um, Joelle's starting a whole new uh, a whole new thing. That's very, very interesting. Um we're holding our own here. Today for me was a blah day. Very. Today was a I mean, blah. I got a ton of stuff done, no. but no, I'm I'm, I'm really blah day. the most exciting thing that happened to me today was just stuff Joelle's doing, pretty much. Next. Uh, A I D. Hey J and J. My two year old has been clicker trained since a puppy, but has recall issues, so I got an e collar. Should I continue clicker as always and use e collar for recall only? If you want to, yeah, you can use, you can absolutely use recall, but if you, but you should, you shouldn't be clicker training anymore. If your dog is already clicker trained, there's no more, like the clicker is gone, just like food is gone. But remote collar, you can do the, re you can remote collar just for recall if you want to. Absolutely. Next. Melissa said, hope you're feeling better, Michelle P. Oh, that was nice, Melissa. Yeah, I hope you're feeling better too, Michelle. Mm. Uh, Barista Boy Soccer. 
I really like the couch conversation video. It was thorough. Yeah, we've done a bunch of those. I mean, that, that's that's not new information that we have either. So that's like, that's no, the, but it's us actually talking about right. It, like, that, no, no, no. I, I, that's, thoroughly. That's what I was going to get to. Yeah. yeah. What I meant was, I'm glad we can share that stuff because that's really what we do here, mm-hmm. and it's a great it's great for people to see that. And what they see on the show is only one side. What they see at my seminars is only one side. But all that knowledge has always been here. So the knowledge that you're hearing, we've always had, but now we're able to share it because through social media, we're able to share it and through us doing the couch conversations. Um, but it's important that people understand what we, what we truly do here. So um, we've been, it's fantastic. It's getting, I think it's giving a lot of value to, to people. It's helping out a lot of people. It's clarifying a lot of people. Um, um, it's, it's like it's a mini podcast, them. 25 yeah. minutes. You can listen yep. to it when you're doing your hair, yep. getting ready, yep. getting ready to go to the living room, you know, that's right. COVID. I think it's important <laughs> to dress dressed up to go to the living room. I today. think it's very important. And we, and you out, you should always change your shoes between the living room and the kitchen. Absolutely. Yep. Next. Brush your hair. Yep. Today's like the first time I've brushed my hair. <laughs> like, I don't know how long. <laughs> um, Risa Boy, I already read that. Debbie, sorry if I put too many comments on, but I watched your video today and now Gus is doing the loose leash walk. Awesome. Proud of you. Cool. Risa Boy, why will agility be eliminated? Um, any, any, because it's a sport. Because it's a sport. That's why. It's a, a, anything. Pretty soon, anything that your dog is not a willing participant is going to be eliminated. So it's a, it's 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 a sport with a with a, with a prize. It's a sport with a reward that has a financial um, a financial prize. Just read the read the fine print in the banning of greyhound racing. When they ban greyhound race when they ban greyhound racing in Florida, that set precedent to ban everything competitive dog relating. Just read the fine print. I've been talking. I've been talking about this for years, guys. Yeah, you really have. I've been talking about this for years. For years, I've been talking about it. It's the same with shock collars. Everybody wants to ban shock collars and prong collars. Guess what's next? Head halters. Guess what's next? Martingales. Guess what's next? Dog ownership. Follow the money trail. See what's going on. Understand. Who controls the agenda? Understand who's putting forward the legislation. Understand where they're getting the money from. And you will see who's behind it all. And you will understand that dog ownership, the domestication of an animal into your family is going to be, is, is the, the goal is to make it unlawful. And everybody thinks I sound like a crazy man because I'm so passionate about what I talk about but if you really want me to start sounding like a crazy man, I'll start talking about all the COVID shit right now. Please don't. Okay. About <laughs> what they want to do. Please don't. So I won't. And I'm not and I'm not a I'm not one of those people that like conspiracy theories at all. I'm practical. And I just observe. I just make commentary on my observance. That's all. And I know how to read. Next. Kara, the dog is mobile, but the vet said she needs to be confined as possible. Four to six weeks, broken tibia on the hind leg. Okay. Nervous to bonk her since her leg is broken, but we'll look into a pet convincer. Yeah, you can, you can still bonk her. You're bonking her on the head. Just be really careful. But just take a finger and use a finger poke. Poke. Juliana, yep. 
my dog marks on everything. Teaching him play saved my life and my house. Good. But he's constantly marking when we are outside, and it's annoying when he marks on my kids' toys. How do I fix this? Um, remote collar on the dog, make it suck to mark. Marking is a choice. It's a genetic choice. I mean, they, 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 have, the inst- they, they have the instinct to do it, but it's a choice. I mean, dogs mark on humans. They'll walk over to a human and they'll piss on them. They'll walk over to a dog and they'll piss on another dog. They piss on dogs through kennels. So that could be stopped. The dog does not have to mark, like, on everything it walks by. Because you can stop it. Because you can stop it. Next. Michael. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for all your work. We just found your videos this past weekend. Oh, awesome. found them very helpful. You guys rock. Yep, we got a lot of them out there. Make sure you jump down the... um, Jump down the uh, the rabbit hole of all of them because there's two different flavors. There's the how-to ones, um, which I don't say fuck as much, and then there's the podcasts like this where I say fuck all the time. So it all depends on what you're looking for. This is more of a casual, you know, a casual thing. And the, and the how-to ones are the flavor of the training center, and the podcast is the flavor of like an entertainment. An an education. It's educational entertainment entertainment show. Um, It's made to make you laugh and have fun and have a good time and not to take shit so seriously because it is just dog training, you know. Um, Next. Um, Camp Canine Training. You guys are awesome. Hope to see you soon at another seminar. Yep. We'll be there. They'll start up again. Don't worry. We don't know when, but we're not. We're. We're actually going to start... Make sure you bring your badass Malinois. Yeah, what I'm going to work on um, starting this week is the 2021 schedule. So what I'll probably do is... There's hope. (laughs) No, I am. I'm just going to work on the 21... I'm probably just going to just footprint the 2020 and just layer it over the 2021. Yeah. It's like, that's the 2021 schedule. And now it's... Because we have no idea what's going to happen for 2020. Mm. Next. Michael, we are working on driveway drills with a prong collar and the dog is still very distracted. He's doing much better, but still very distracted. Any tips? How many days, weeks should we do driveway drills? Well, what I would do is it's possible you're not... So you have to become... The dog's distracted because you're not valuable enough to your dog. So inside, you probably are. Outside, there's... there's Distractions galore outside. Everything is a distraction. So what, what I want you to do is watch my 180 move. I've got a video. It's titled 180. Walk outside. Do that next um ronnie do you think it's okay to have two male german shepherd dogs in the same house or is it better to have a male and a female i don't know your i don't know the dogs nor your handling skills nor your experience also we have i've got males males and females galore in this room we have three 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 males and two females in this room Mm -hmm. yeah one neutered one not neutered yep one spade one not spade yep so um Given a choice, given a choice, I probably would do male, female. But if you have the opportunity to get a really cool male, male, like another male, I don't know what you have now, um, then grab it. Grab it. So especially with German Shepherds, a good German Shepherd is hard to find. It's probably one of the more, um, I hate to use the word messed up in in a slanderous way, but messed up dogs as far as genetically so as far as um, physically their body is messed up and their minds are messed up as far as you're we're getting a lot of skittish nervous anxious fearful um german shepherds and then the bodies we're seeing dogs that even under one years old 
wake I remember that one dog that had hip dysplasia this wasn't even it wasn't even a year old mm-hmm. um, this is gonna have, so we're seeing a lot of that so if you can get if you get a hold of a really good German shepherd don't well, I wouldn't worry about the sex I'd be like that's a good German shepherd yeah next mm, Nini animal rights people are insane sometimes uh, not sometimes but all the time that's the goal that's the goal they actually don't care about the animals they think they think they do but they don't they don't so they're using the animals for their own self their own selfish wants and needs and to put a title to put a title on their on their facebook page animal activist that that's the that that's what they are it's like that's the title it's like oh so then you don't want them rehabbed mm-hmm. right i can say i'm an animal activist because i want them to stay in your home I want them to stay alive. I don't want them to die. Right. So, like, pulling a dog from a shelter doesn't make you a good person. Mm-hmm. doesn't make you a bad person, but pulling a dog off death, let me be more specific, pulling a dog off death row because it bites kids doesn't make you the, a good person. Mm-hmm. doesn't make you a bad person, but it doesn't make you a good person. But rehabbing the dog is what the true art is. Yeah. So if you're going to pull these dogs... If you're going to pull a dog, because I get these phone calls. Yep, just pull the dog off death row. It bites kids and gets into dog fights. Will you, ha- will you rehab it, please? And adopt it and do it for free. And I'm the bad guy for bonking? Like, you do realize the fucking can of worms you just opened up. Right. Like, number one, who do you know that can rehab the human and dog aggression? Number two... Who is going to pay for it? Nobody that I know that works for me is working for free. And my landlord and my utility company and the tax the tax person, they ain't working for free. Right. And does that person have the skill set? Number three, what family or person is going to take in even a rehabbed human and dog aggressive dog? Because that's like... But you think you're a good person for saving the dog's life. And unfortunately... Every dog cannot stay alive. And if you're going to put down dogs, those are the dogs you put down. That doesn't mean the dog can't be rehabbed. Don't get me wrong here. But there's limited resources on people that can do it. And then finding a home for them. And then finding a home for them. And there's perfectly good dogs that are being killed that don't need the extent of the rehab, that don't have a risk to society or to the family Mm -hmm. as the other dog does. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to rather, I'd rather, you know, stick to the odds of getting the dog out of the shelter that's got the most chance of living because that dog's going to die anyway. So you might as well get that dog out. Right. Next. All right. Um, Barista Boy said that genuinely scares me. Um, oh, you're probably talking about the, 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 yeah, all dog sports, all dog sports. They'll go after, then they'll go after choreographed dog, that choreographed, you know, dancing with the dogs, you know, that stuff. They'll go after that. They're going to go after everything. Entertainment. Entertainment. Anything, the, the, the way that, the way that they're presenting legislation right now is the dog service dogs. They're going to be service dogs will be, um, not allowed as well. 
Um, pretty much people are presenting, it's not passing yet, but it will. Um, um, in Vancouver, um, BC, they tried to pass, they tried to slip it in after shock collar, prong collar, and you can't say no harshly to your dog. That was on the same piece of paper, literally on the same page. But the title was shock collar. You don't have to read the fine print. But once you pass the law, the law is the law, right? Um, there's legislation that gets that gets presented um, about um, the dog has to be a willing participant of the activity or you have to stop. Like, excuse me, um, Rover, are you a willing participant? Right. One bark for yes, two barks for no. Rover, can you please stop biting that human over there? Right. I can't tell you no. Right. Next. Uh, KJ5Tweezy, the couch conversations have been incredibly helpful understanding the big picture of training before we pick up our board and train. Brittany is great at breaking down the info. Yes, Brittany's got a lot of skill sets. Edwin, thanks for the show. My seven-month GSP has a difficult time slowing down when I recall. She either lands on my legs really hard on a down or pass by me, returns and lands hard and down. Any yes. tips? Yeah, the blow-bys are, are rough. So what we can do is we trained, we used to not do this, you know, but we train recall to sit. So you can recall to sit. If you want to train recall to like a disc, get like a, a food bowl, you know, those rubber food bowls you get at like Tractor Supply or a tack shop that you would use mostly for usually livestock. Get one of those bowls, flip it over or don't flip it over. And you can recall the dog to that or recall the dog to any sort of any, any sort of something. Um, and that'll get you from getting knocked. That'll get, get you from being knocked over or train recall to sit. It doesn't have to be a competition, you know, front. It could just be like, you know, recall to sit. And that will slow them down because they know they'll be sitting. And you started on a leash. And you started on a leash. Next. Jen, seven-month-old large breed dog whining and barking in the crate. Bonking doesn't work. She has stopped bolting when the door opens. But when given permission to leave, she runs. Any ideas? Yeah, put a leash on her. Dog can't run away with a leash on her. So not people are not, what they're doing is they're not utilizing leashes long enough. They're letting they're they're either dropping the leash, which is usually one of the steps, or they're just removing the leash. So when you've got a dog that's um, um, when you have a dog that that is not under voice control, you have to have a leash on it. Next, Kathy, I know this is supposed to be the coffee break hour, but thinking an adult beverage might be a good fit too. I'm sober. I don't drink. Me neither. So you know, um, but Kathy, if you want to have a drink, but 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 you can have a drink. It's actually in the description. Actually, in the description grab of the Grab a drink and some snacks. Yeah, grab a drink and some snacks. You can abs absolutely do that. A lot of people, a lot of people, what they do is they'll, they watch the show. So we get, and feel free to do this too. You can tag us on Instagram. They watch the show, either their phone, tablet, laptop, or sometimes on their TV. There's a meal in front of them, a glass of beverage, and the dog is in a downer place. Sometimes there's a room full of dogs in place mm -hmm. and they'll tag us. And we'll and, I, and we'll post it up on our Instagram. And our Instagram and our Instagram is obviously Solid Canine Training. Next, uh, CT Vader. Hey guys, I began to train my older dog, five and a half year old. The difference in our relationship is huge. He's more in tune to me, where I am, etc. Thank you so much. Yes, training, training, and it, just becoming valuable to your dog is important, and not valuable to your dog because they're always getting paid for something, like with a food reward, and we use food to train, but just valuable. Um, just your presence, like, yeah, you actually have to listen to me. 
Like, I'm actually important here. Leadership. That's everything we yeah. talk about. Next. Pack leader dog training. Is there a dog that you have trained that was special to you or one that you won't forget? Um, there's many dogs that we won't forget. Um, special to me. Yeah, there's a couple of really cool dogs that, that we don't just deal with not put together dogs. I've worked with some really well put together dogs that I would be like. And we've had some that like have made such dramatic turnarounds. Yeah. We're just like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like dramatic. Dramatic. Like really dramatic. Like they came in like, holy shit. And they like leave like. Logan. They leave like, holy shit, but in a good way. Next. Yeah. Um, CT Vader, by the way, how do you guys stay motivated to train? Sometimes I don't have it in me. Um, then don't train. Don't train that day. Take a break. Take a half a day. Take two hours off. You know? Yeah, if you're not in it, if the whole in, session's going to suck. Yeah. Just go do something else. Go, just go do something play else. Play with the dog. Jeez. Yeah. And, but if, and if you're stressed and angry, don't even play with the dog. True. Because they don't drop the ball quick enough. You lose your temper. They don't, you know, they don't fetch the ball. You lose your temper. They... You know, run by you, you lose your temper, you know, they don't come back, you know. So, just kennel your dog up and go do something else. Take a break. Next. Candle love, I love your passion, Jeff, and thanks for the training advice. Will do, you are the best. Oh, awesome. Thank you. Kathy, even if you did the work for free, there are the monthly meds, vet bills, food bills, and then who the hell wants a dog that bit a kid? Very narrow field for finding a home for that dog. That's true that. True that. Vet bills get up there. Food bills get up there. Flea and tick, heartworm, everything, yeah. everything. Dog ownership is work. You know, and then you got 10 to 12 years of it. And then a lot of times the behaviors don't go away and then you try to return the dog and then they guilt, and then they guilt the fuck out of you. That's big. That's common in rescue. Mm -hmm. They guilt you. You do realize if you bring the dog back, we're going to kill it. So you, then, then you stay with the dog and your life sucks for 10 years. It's like, sorry, do you know, people knowingly adopt out biting dogs. It's very common, very, very common. They get returned, sent back out, returned, sent back out, returned, sent back out. Next. Blessing, Dakota is refusing to poop, and I walk all around for over 30 to 60 minutes and nothing. So I'm going to take him out for 10 to 15 minutes right in the front, and if he doesn't poop, then right back inside. Is there a good plan? Yeah, yeah, crane him back up too. Like you're not going to do anything till you poop. If that's and it's easy to do it in the morning. Cuz just usually dogs poop in the morning. Nelza eats. If it wasn't for you guys, I would feel so less confident and powerless. My remote control is a lifesaver. Thank you. Having a remote collar is definitely you're welcome by the way. Having a remote collar is a game changer. I think there needs to be more education about the remote collar. Um this concept that you just put it on and push buttons and your dog's going to listen to you. The example I gave at the beginning of the show about keeping the dog out of the trash can is is that is when you, yeah, turn it all the way up, make it suck. Mm. Absolutely. But to teach your obedience, it doesn't work that way. No. And to teach recall, good luck. You know, I'm sure there is a dog that's come back after it's been stimmed at a high correction, you know. But historically, they just run away. Next. Um... Raquel from Brazil. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, Raquel. Hey, Raquel. Dakota and Blessing. Also, my lab puppy has stopped all that nonsense in the crate. What? 
hey, Debbie, we don't talk to dogs, okay? So, talk, Debbie, I want to hear Debbie's voice. All right, next. Um, Greg, when getting five-month Corso out of the crate in the morning, he won't rush out, but rolls around and makes it hard to put on the collar. I can force it. Any way to get him to sit calmly and allow a collar to be put on? Yeah, get a slip lead on him and hoist him up. Get a slip lead on him and hoist him up. So get it, just have an extra slip lead lying around and tell him to cut the shit. He does it on purpose. It's fun for the dog. So why does the dog, why does my dog do that? Because it's fun. Dog's having a great time. Dog's having a great time. Next. Um, AID, our Aussie panics when he gets a burr because of a burr hair pulling experience as a puppy. Yeah. Any thoughts to help him with this? Yeah. Those things suck. You ever get a dog that's had a bunch of them and you got to get them all out? It's not oh, as yeah. much as, even if the dog doesn't mind it. You Yeah, I still get them out. It's a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. It's a pain in the ass. So what I would do is I would role play it. I don't think you want to take a bunch of burrs and stick them on your dog. But the action of pulling them out, you can counter condition that with food and a clicker. Yeah. You can counter condition that with food and a clicker. So you probably just want to pull on the dog's fur um um and and role play the act of taking it out next africa i pick up my puppy on wednesday what do you suggest as the first thing to start training um i would the first thing you want to do is the puppy should go into a crate in the back of your car or the back of your suv or whatever vehicle or if you're walking well then probably put it in some sort of bag or crate soft soft carrier um i would i would start out i would start out with um the basics so if it's a puppy true puppy like eight to 12 week old puppy you want to start out all your training is going to be done with food so all your training is going to be done with food um uh what you're going to do is just clicker train your dog start out with just all your basics of recall sit down place kennel up be quiet in the kennel stop barking don't jump on stuff don't even worry about heel right now next 499 from Hold On Dog Training. Hi, J&J. Jumping on real quick to say hi and great new content. So much good information. I'm so grateful. Got me cool dog tricks today. Very excited. Oh, good. Yeah, I saw your order come in. Thank you so much, Ashley, for, for getting that. And that she's talking about cooldogtricks.com. Go to cooldogtricks.com. Make sure you hit your penny option and then type in uh, girl, G-I-R-L, for a 25% discount. That's 15 bucks for 12 tricks. And have some fun. It's all reward-based training. Next. Barista boy soccer. Those burrs mess with my OCD. LOL. Oh, wait. I just skipped one by accident. Sorry. Mm. Nini, should I correct my dog for disengagement when training in public, even when she disengages for a very small period of time? What do you mean by disengages? Like, doesn't pay attention to her? I guess. So, I mean, should you? Yeah, because that's when your dog's going to do the most bad behavior is usually in public. So, yeah, you want your dog to... You, I, you, I imagine you don't want your dog disengaging in public, correct? So, therefore, you'd have to correct it. Next. Um, Debbie, okay, please help me. I need to get an e-collar for my dog. What would you suggest? Excellent. So, yeah, Debbie, I just don't talk to dogs. And it's, I don't find that. So, it's your, you're brand new to the show. It's I talk to humans. That's one of the big problems is people humanize their dogs. So, don't take it personally. You just don't know the rules yet. So, I was trying to be as polite as I could. Um, so, what you can do is... The, the e-collar technologies um, uh, mini educator 300 
You don't have to buy them from us. We do have them on our website. You can buy them off of Amazon. Um, I'm not sure how, how Amazon shipping these days. We just ordered actually, actually we just got our coffee in um, pretty quick. That was quick. That was ordered um, over the weekend actually. Mm-hmm. It was ordered on Saturday. So that came, that came really, really quick. So that's what you want to get, the mini educator next. And then I've got tons of videos on how to use them. Breeze the Boy Soccer said, and on golden doodle hair, they suck. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah. They probably suck on most fur. Pack leader dog training. I applied to foster a dog for a rescue in January. Still waiting on approval. Very lengthy process. Vet references, personal references, home visit. During the phone interview, they said one person got fed up and just bought a dog instead. I was like, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, of course. Wow. Yep. I understand, I understand why they're doing it. I mean, I understand why they are doing it. They want to make sure the dog goes to a good home. I understand that. But why do you think people go out and buy dogs? Why do you think people get dogs from backyard breeders? It's true. It's made, it's been made too difficult. And then, and then they want to know how you're going to train the dog. Yep. And try to dictate that. And then, they, then they want you to sign a contract that you won't use certain tools. Then they might want you to sign a contract that says you can't crate your dog. Then they might want you to sign a contract that just says you're, you have to have a fenced-in yard. Can't go to work for more than then X amount of they hours might, a they, day. they might have a contract that says someone always has to be home. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine that? Someone always has to be home for the poor little doggy that's going to fall apart when nobody's home. Even, even for an hour, it'll just all of a sudden, it'll just melt. You'll come home to a melted dog. <laughs> God. With a burr on the top, like a Christmas tree. <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's true. It's like, I oh know, my gosh. It's, it's insane. God forbid the dog is left alone. God forbid. God forbid you work. God forbid you work or have a job. Or don't have a fence in your yard, but you fence. can train a damn good recall. Just train a recall or maybe you take it for a walk. Right. Eh, there's an idea for you. Oh, dog could just run around aimlessly unsupervised. Right. Okay. Ay, ay, ay. Um, or if you have to do a tie-out. Right. Or you have to do a runner. Right. It ain't the worst. Or you have to fucking take a 20-foot leash and tie it to your back porch. It ain't the worst thing in the world. No, if you're taking it places and doing stuff with it, okay, so to go potty, you go, you get leashed up. Yeah, it's, it's called safety. It's right. not the worst thing in the world at all. Next. Crick says, hello, old friends. Hope all is well. Can't wait till you come to Detroit so I could thank you in person for your help and thoughtfulness. Yeah, we can't wait to get to Detroit. I haven't been to Detroit. I have not been to when Detroit. When is that seminar? I don't know. <laughs> Summertime? June? Hopefully. Oh, boy. I'm hoping we start back up in June. God, me too. Well, June 6th, we've got one scheduled as the first one to start back up. Here? Here. We'll see. I think we still have to do a little bit of rearranging of the mm. schedule. Next. Turb, when bringing home a new eight-week-old puppy, should you be more focused on commands or socialization? If socialization, what age can I start training for commands? You can start training for commands day one because you could be doing commands constantly throughout the day. Mm -hmm. But socialization, you're probably only going to have certain opportunities to do during the day. So you can do both. Next. Juliana started e-collar training, but my dog will default to a down or have really slow movements when given the command. Normal? Um, I have no idea how you're training the dog with a remote collar. I don't know the remote collar brand because all brands are different and they feel different. So I don't know what level you're using. I don't know if you're doing the CS, NCS, 
continuous stim, non-compliance stim um, um, methodology. I don't know if you're pairing it with food. I don't know what levels you're using. There's like these are all things that are that are that are variables, which is why I'm on my Patreon channel on Tuesday, which is tomorrow. I think it's at 2 p.m. I think I'd scheduled it for. We're doing a Zoom, and for my $10 and up patrons, it's a Zoom, which is you're in a private room, um, and we're face to face, and I can ask you all those questions, and you give me answers really, really quick. So it's a more complete Q and A. That's what it pretty much boils down to. It's a more complete Q and A. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe we can film a little bit of a snippet of that tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Next. Um, Melissa posted the link to Cool Dog Tricks and our e-callers on the website. Nice. Barista Boy, I think I told you guys a while ago that when I was looking to adopt, one of the requirements was to have a dog park nearby because he was a social fur baby. Right. Dog parks are probably one of the worst things you can do. The worst thing. And guess what? Um, there is Bring no... home a brand new dog, take it to a dog park. It's like there is no dog park nearby or I don't want to go to a dog park. Maybe I don't want to go to a dog park. Right. Whether you believe in them or not, maybe I don't want to go. I'm not interested in going to a dog park. I'd rather take my dog for a walk. Or a hike. Or I'd rather, yeah, take my dog down to the water and go swimming. Or, yeah, go for a hike. Or I want to go to my friend's house and play with their dogs. Not a bunch of strange dogs. Again, it's like... They're not, it's not in the best interest. A lot of these rescues and shelters are not doing things that are in the best interest of the actual dog. They think they are, mm -hmm. but they're not. Right. It's, the, it's a disservice. It's keeping them in shelters longer. Yep. And raise more money and tell bigger sob stories. And the dog will be there for another month mm -hmm. and another month and another month. You think there's a reason why? Next. Pack leader dog training, yeah, it's a male rescue. I applied for, and they asked what tools used. I told them, they said a martingale was recommended for them. Yeah, I'm going to use a prong. A martingale is recommended for a male, and it's a male rescue. Okay, I guess they're not too familiar with the breed that, they, that they're adopting out. Because a martingale is a, called a limited choke, a martingale is a great way to kick in opposition, oppositional reflex on the dog. And that's a great way to activate your male. You want to activate your male to bite? That's a great way to do it. Because that's what they do in protection work. But they know better than I do. Next. Um, Nini said in the adoption fees nowadays are insane. You're buying a dog. You're buying a dog. You're, guys, you're buying a dog. You're not rescue them. Okay, if you found a dog in a tree that thought it was a cat, okay? Just rescued this dog. And you climbed up the tree, I guess technically you rescued the dog. Mm -hmm. Or if you saw a dog going down a river, drowning, and you dived in and grabbed it, brought it to shore. You rescued a dog. Right before it went over the waterfall, crashed on the rocks. Stuck a stick in, let it bite onto it, dragged it out of the water. It's a good idea, actually. Make a good movie. Right? Yeah. So, um, next. Let's see. Kathy, oh, the rescues are huge now on no tie-outs. If you're walking around your yard piddling with raking or whatever, why can't your dog be on a long line if it won't hang with you? My dogs hang out, are off-leash trained, and I have a fenced yard. 
Yeah, I mean, I understand the tie out. They're thinking of chaining a dog to a tree. Right. It's like, like, there's a humongous difference between chaining a dog to a tree or chaining a dog. And leaving it there 24-7. Right. Then a tie out to go potty. Go potty and then come back in. Right. And there's a, tons of reasons why you would use a tie out. And there is a responsible way to use one. There is an inherent risk, but there's a bigger inherent risk of just letting your dog outside. Mm-hmm. Next. Um, Heather, my mom's one-year-old dog won't eliminate on the leash, but she will when tied out. How does my mom get her dog to pee and poop while on walks leash? Um, maybe it won't. Maybe it won't. I don't know. There's, there's, there's a lot of dogs that won't pee or poo away from their home. They'll hold it until they get back home. Yep. And then they'll go. Next. Sarah said, why are dog parks bad? Dog parks are bad. Why? Well, let's look at it this way. You've got a bunch of unknown dogs off leash running around together without an expert there that understands well you do every dog owner thinks they're an expert right that understands dog body language understands pressure and you don't know anything about the history of these dogs meaning you can have a dog that's been in 10 dog fights there you don't know anything about the medical history of the dogs and you can have a dog that says is humping your dog and if you went over to push that dog off your dog you probably would get hit in the face or yelled at. Dog parks are not good places to bring your dog. Now, I'm not saying that people don't have good experiences there. I tend to hear about the bad ones. So you can easily say, texting and driving is okay because I've never been into an accident. But I guess ask a state trooper and they'll probably have a different opinion. Mm -hmm. You can say... Well, I always drive drunk, and I've never been in an accident. Okay, but a lot of people do. Now, that doesn't mean they necessarily should make a law about it, but I'm going to work with what the information that I have and the knowledge that I have about dog parks, and a lot of dogs acquire some really bad behaviors, and a lot of dogs get attacked at dog parks. Next. Andre said, I'll talk to you about Mal's. Yeah, he's got plenty. Yep. Scandalisa. Oh, my gosh, you haven't been on the show in forever. Got a puppy from a shelter in December, and raising her has been a breeze thanks to you. So glad I found you guys. That's good to know. Good. That's awesome, Scandalisa. Good. I love you. her name. Proud of you. Edwin, any tips to socialize a dog? I stopped dog park. Would puppy care be a good option? Would my dog become aggressive to other dogs if she does not socialize? Um, I mean, socialization is, there's a lot of different ways to do socialization. It could be existing around other dogs. It'd be good for your dog to understand how to interact properly with dogs. But that's going to be always with safe dogs that you know, um... And that the, the, the humans that are, like, we do socialization here. So we advocate for both dogs. Usually at the dog park, nobody's advocating for the dog. And, um, but my dogs don't play with other dogs. But they're around a lot of dogs. So that's all I really care about. Next. Erica, hi. So happy to catch the end of this. Also excited. I convinced my parents to let me train my grandma's dog. She's also excited because she's at her wit's end. So excited to help. Oh, awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do. That's the work we do is to help people. Yeah. 
which has gotten lost in the dog training industry. Mm. Dog training industry has been stoked by the by the ego of the trainer instead of which I have an ego too. We all have egos. Um, my my ego is stoked though by the success of folks like you and and the client. Not the work that I can do. Big deal. I can walk your dog. It's not my dog. So next. Um. Let's see. I already read Edwin's. I feel like. Yes, AID. Once a dog is clicker trained, is it helpful to refresh them with occasional more clicker training? Well, I mean, you can, but I mean, the clicker is just to to is just a marker. You can just use the word yes, but you can always you can always go back to basics. You can always refresh your dog's memory, but usually, once a dog knows something, and they know it pretty proficiently, usually correcting for not doing it is going to be more powerful than training how to do it if that makes sense next hater slayer do you have any do you do any type of scent control or no seeking like scent seeking while on walks the pup keeps sniffing and licking grass and i want to prevent them from eating parasites well yeah we teach proper heal which is you don't do that so head up no 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 going to the right or the left or marking or scanning or anything like that sniffing the ground when my dogs are off leash like you know this morning's hike dogs were sniffing and rolling around and going to the right and going to the left and jumping over things and that's what off leash play is for but the walk is the walk is the walk next heather says thank you you're welcome mothman hey all just got back from a beautiful two-hour walk had a great time Except for a dog on a retractable leash and a harness lunging at me and Deacon. Dude wasn't even paying attention. It's the world we live in right now. Yep. So you have to sort of dummy proof your dog. There's always going to be people out there that think it's cute and funny. Like that situation. Oh, my dog just wants to say hi. It's like, my dog doesn't. Next. Francis, hi, J&J. Thanks for the free content and the awesome seminars. You guys are great. Oh, you're welcome. It's actually our, our pleasure. I miss seminars. I was just going to say, I miss seminars. God, we'd probably be what? Three, four deep by now? We'd be deep. We Real would be. deep in the seminar season. We would be, what month is this? April? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we would have already done two. We, 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 we would have been on our second one already. Here? Uh, no, this month. Oh, yeah. We, would have, we missed three last month. We've missed five seminars so far so sad yeah this company is going to take a huge financial hit with seminars and for all my small business owners out there i feel for you and for people that don't understand small businesses um it's there's no we don't we're not insured for this there's no there is no insurance for this it doesn't exist there's no pandemic insurance so you'd have to have something an occurrence happen so this is not covered so a lot of small businesses are not going to be able to recoup at all um, from this at all. So we only make money if, if, if we're bringing in money. And it's just uh, a lot of small businesses I feel for you. We're going, to be living in, we're going to be living in a different world. We're going to be living in a different world. Yeah. So now is a great time to, to reboot. We'll be okay. As long as this doesn't go on for a year or more, we'll be okay. As far as like no, no, you know, 
the, the amount of restrictions they're putting on now for a year or more. But it should be very interesting to see. It's scary to see what they're doing right now next. Um, Abigail, any tips on how to socialize puppy when quarantined, 12 weeks old? Um, you're sort of fucked right now. Yeah, find other find friends with other dogs and get together with them and practice, just do your social distancing, you know, or wear your, wear your mask and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. All these are, I mean, I'm not going to tell anybody to go against what they feel is right, but there are some states that are making it mandatory, but most states are making it suggestions. Like, I'm out and about every day. Right? I know some states are taking it seriously and they're arresting people, like, on the road. They're arresting people in public by themselves. Like, you're in a 600-acre park yeah, reading a book and they'll arrest you. I know there are states that are like that, but that's like, that just makes the news. There's also, like, people going out and about and they're not all first responders. Mm-hmm. Um... So our local park is we're not we're not day. yet communist China, you know. So next, Yesenia, hi J and J. I'm excited for Zoom again tomorrow. Yeah, I'll be there. Taylor, what is your advice about resource guard training? I have a five month pit puppy. Nothing has happened, but I'd like to also be proactive with her food. So what you can do is teach the out command two ways: teach it out to back away from an object, so food or any resource. So to back away both physically and mentally. And I've got a video on that. And then also teach out as in get out of here. Because dogs can also resource a human. So do that as well. And then you'll be fine. Next. Cliff, if your dog lunges after people and dogs when let out on the tieout, can you use a prong collar with the tieout? No, do not use a prong collar with a tieout. If your dog is lunging at people and dogs on a tieout, you shouldn't be using a tieout at all. So when I'm thinking tieout, I'm thinking someone's backyard. It's got more than enough space that no, but your dog would not have access to people. That's what I'm thinking. I'm not thinking putting your dog on a tie out where it has access to people and dogs. That's actually, I highly, highly am against that. Next. Cecilia, just saying thanks so much for the help. You're welcome, Cecilia. Yesenia, hope all is well and thanks for everything. Things are good. Things are good. I'm tired today. But things are good. Things are really good. Next. Um, Dylan, I'm training my hunting dog. I started collar conditioning for recall vibration. I accidentally shocked him, and ever since I did, I cannot train him while he's wearing the collar. How do I correct? Well, we don't use vibration, so we actually use shock. So, But there's a certain way to do it on recall. So I would just start off back with food, leash, and just really low level. Just be a little bit more proactive, and, and sometimes you have to use a little bit of more, a little bit more leash pressure. Next, um, Francis. So glad I got to go to the seminar in Frederick before everything went crazy. Yep, Fran, that, that that seminar was the last one. Yeah, that was the last one. We, they were just talking about it. Yeah, it was just it was just a it was just a thought. Just a thought. And remember that humongous display of hand sanitizer we walked by? Yeah. 
humongous. I know. Remember, we went to the food store. We were like, "This is like this is normal." There's so much stuff on the shelves, and now like everything's bare. Yeah, I know. That's Crazy. Um, Cynthia, hi J and J. After training with the e collar for the day, do I remove? How do I remove? Hold on. After training with the e collar, do I remove the e collar? Yeah. You should probably remove all collars from your dog when it's in the crate, unless it whines in the crate. Yeah. Yeah, you, you wake up in the morning, you put your training equipment on your dog, you go to bed at night, take your training equipment off. The e-collar is just a collar. Just it's a, it's a communication tool. Next. Last question, and it's 8 o'clock anyway. Oh. Edwin, how do we do the Zoom? Oh, um, Melissa, Melissa posted, the posted the link, link right below you, Edwin. Okay. Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash Solid Canine Training. $10 and up membership gets you into the Zoom. Um, so, yep. But we got 20 seconds left. Do Dakota blessings. This is the last question. I don't see it. I don't have that. My 10-week-old chokes and gags on a slip lead if she's too, yep, she's too young for a prong collar. Get a 10-week-old puppy you don't have to take for walks right now. Mm -mm. Nah, just let him run. Just focus on all your core stuff besides the walk. All right. All right, guys, massively in love with you, and um, we'll see you Wednesday night. I'll see a lot of people in the Zoom room tomorrow. It's, I forgot what time. I think I made it for 2. Might have made it for 10. I don't remember. It says it right in on you Patreon. Um, thank you so much, and if you have not looked at our social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, a lot of great content out there. We do lives. Yeah. A lot of good stuff. A lot of educational stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun stuff. A lot of fun educational. Fun educational stuff been, has been going up. You've yeah. Been, you've been doing really great. Thanks. Yeah, Joelle does it. Joelle's in charge of all, putting all that stuff up. And our team also of Mackenzie and Maddie and Joelle, Melissa. Doing a really good job. You guys are doing a really good job. So helping a lot of people. Yeah. Still, we're still, we're still putting up even even more now. Yeah. More, content, we, more content than ever. Yep. For free. Yeah. All for free. All good stuff. All right, guys. Love you all. Good night. Take care. Bye-bye.